Hi, and welcome to WOW Talk. My name is Donna Capacity. And my name is Dr. Darlene Gustin, naturopathic doctor. And today we are going to talk about melatonin. And I guess we will start with just answering the question. Dr. Darlene Gustin, what is melatonin? Well, melatonin is a natural hormone that we make that is basically responsible for sleep. It's very affected by our exposure to light and dark. And um, melatonin is produced when we are not exposed to light. So when we dim the lights and go to bed and sleep, our body's making more melatonin. All right. So I have been seeing many ads for melatonin, would you call it supplements? I'm not sure what you call it. Is it manufactured melatonin? I have used it for years myself, but I am seeing that it's become very mainstream. And so what are your thoughts on that and why would we need it? Well, uh, why are we deficient in it? <laughs> let's, let's start there. Um, it's, you're right. Uh, it's definitely a supplement that's getting a lot more attention, a lot more patients asking about it. And um, our ability to make melatonin declines with age. Our ability to make melatonin has been greatly reduced due to the exposure to artificial lighting. And the new one on the block is exposure to blue light and electronics. So, so students who are studying on their computer and you know, people lying in bed, surfing the net and texting and chatting with friends, all that exposure to the light and the radiation from the cell phone, from the laptop, is reducing your melatonin production. Why? Just because when the eyes oh. are exposed to light, the melatonin production goes down because the body thinks it's time to wake up. Okay, okay, that's right. That's what yeah. you were saying earlier yeah. about when the lights go down and we produce it. So because we are exposed to that light longer, then that's why our body's not doing it. So does it take a while once we do close our eyes for the melatonin to start being produced? Well, the more time you spend in a darker environment, the more melatonin you're going to make. And the other um, note about melatonin is its opposite hormone is cortisol, being the stress hormone. Yeah. So they take turns over, over a normal 24-hour period where there's daytime and nighttime. When the melatonin, as we approach the early mornings of the early hours of the morning, the melatonin production goes down and the cortisol production goes up to wake us up for the morning. And the opposite is supposed to happen in the evening, that the cortisol production is supposed to go down and the melatonin production is supposed to go up. But our modern lifestyle is interfering with that a lot. And also, um, if, if we talk a little bit about cortisol, which is, of course, the stress hormone. Uh, yes, please. Right. Tell me more. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people would experience that in a state of high stress, when their cortisol would be more elevated, they will have difficulty sleeping because the more cortisol you have, the less melatonin you have. Okay. So when we see the different products that are on the market, which would be your favorite and why? I know there are sprays, which is my favorite, the peppermint flavor, mm -hmm. but there are gummy gummies as well. There are little, I guess, pills or capsules, I guess. I used to take the little tablets uh, tablets I guess is what I was taking years and years ago what is your preference and why 
the performance of a melatonin supplement is usually best in the products that spend some time underneath the tongue and are absorbed what we call sublingual, which means under the tongue. So, so to spend a minute or so under the tongue, whether it's a candy that has to melt under your tongue or a spray or a homeopathic or that type of a thing. So the products that are swallowed uh, tend to not perform as well as the melatonins that are made to dissolve under the tongue. Okay, so when you're using the spray, should you be spraying it under the tongue? Preferably, Preferably. yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, good to know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. Now melatonin does other things too. Um, so it's a, it's a very well-known antioxidant as well. So, so the definition of an antioxidant is that it negates the harmful effects of free radical damage. So free radicals come from stress, poor diet, uh, exposure to the sun, age, and um, the topic of antioxidants and free radicals is very uh, big conversation for chronic illnesses and heart disease and cancer and age-related chronic illness. So um, a lot of studies have been done on the use of melatonin as an antioxidant in uh, naturopathic oncology and uh, especially for breast health. So um, when I'm working with people um, with cancers, it's really important that they get good quality sleep, even if that means using some melatonin to make that happen. Absolutely, because we are healing when we sleep. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so certain functions of our body only happen during sleep. Now, the next question I'm going to ask you, I already know the answer to, I think. However, I'm going to ask it. Is there a magic number as to how many milligrams one should take? And I know you're going to say it's all individual. <laughs> However, let's say we haven't seen a naturopathic doctor who could recommend or, or prescribe and we do want to get started as soon as possible, what would you recommend? So the popular dose that's on the bottle of many suppliers is around three milligrams, which you would take late in the evening, about half an hour before your intended time of sleeping. But there's definitely individuality that if you feel that it's hard to wake up and you're feeling groggy for the first part of your day, you've obviously taken too much. Um, so I've, I've met patients, adults, who um, the sweet spot was one milligram. And I've met other people who are more chronically stressed with massive amounts of cortisol and inflammation in their body and they needed five. So, so the right answer is the dose that works. That, that gives you a really deep, good quality sleep and you wake up rested and easily. Yes. I find my dreams are a bit more vivid when I'm taking melatonin, but I take it all the time now. I do. Every night I find that I do. I have a feeling I am taking it too close to bedtime. It's sort of the last thing I do after I prepare for bed, but you would suggest perhaps taking it a bit sooner so that it could start working its magic <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely and then a lot of people are concerned and they and they ask if they think that they will develop a dependency so so i'm taking people off of supplements as much as i put them on supplements so i i want to resolve things i don't want to create a supplement dependency so i will usually tell people to take it for a couple of weeks till they've restored good sleep hygiene and then to take it as needed so as needed 
could be more often for a university student who's on their laptop till one o'clock in the morning. Um, but in the summer, they might not need it. And um, it's also more likely to be needed when we're changing seasons and our body's adjusting to a different sleep, a light, dark schedule. Okay, that's very interesting. So for those of us who may not want to take the supplement, what would be your recommendations for us to try to regenerate our melatonin or to bring the production up, I guess would be more the question. So that's an easy question. So I'm, I'm asking everybody about their exposure to electronics in the last three hours of their day. So the first thing I say is to avoid using your cell phone, your laptop, your iPad in the late evening. To the students, I, I say, read your book at that time with the regular light bulb and do your computer work earlier in the evening or in the afternoon. And if, if they can switch that around a little bit, and um, and then to keep their room as dark as possible, keep the cell phone out of the bedroom, close the blinds, close the curtains, make it as pitch black as possible in the bedroom. Okay, that's another thing I don't really do well. So um, I guess that, that would be all my questions. Would you have anything else to add? I don't think so. I think that's that's the essence of melatonin it's it's a very simple hormone it's easy to increase your production with lifestyle changes it's very effective and safe as a supplement and um, one of those simple things that matters a lot because sleep quality is one of the first things I look for in in a person's overall health well thank you and that's something we all could use I find especially myself being the breast cancer survivor and single mother I have been very stressed and have had many a night where I haven't had enough sleep nor restful sleep. So thank you very much. Really appreciate your time today and answering all of our questions. And if our listeners have other questions or would like Dr. Gustin to uh, give them any type of advice or more insight into melatonin or any other naturopathic question, please do not hesitate to contact us. Absolutely. Thank you for listening and please send us suggestions for future talks. Thank you and bye for now. Good night.